Welcome to The Manual, a deep dive on the reverse side of one's beliefs and value systems, focusing on what you think versus what you thought. And now, here's your host, Cleve Wasey. Good morning and welcome to another installment of The Manual with your host, Cleve. How are you guys doing? I hope everyone's putting their best selves forward and is enjoying um, this wacky weather that we've been having here. Um, I'm, I'm in the Northern Virginia area and the weather has kind of been crazy. It's just, it's like, it's like Powerball numbers. It's like 32, 48, 57, 81. It's just crazy. But hopefully we get some consistency and the weather changes and, you know, it's all good at some point. Um, coming to you today with a serious kind of um, conversation that I want to have, uh, actually just monologue basically. And it deals with um, breaking points, stress, things of that nature, because we all carry our own bag, so to speak, and we all deal with things differently uh, when it comes down to it. Uh, But we all have our stress points, breaking points, things that just get to us and after you just keep poking and poking and poking, the dam breaks at some point and you have a uh, meltdown. Um, Sometimes you can't choose where that's going to be, but... In the most part, you have to kind of exhibit some sort of self-control in the end of the day, especially if you're a professional, especially if you're in the public eye, especially if you are someone of note and there uh, are people that's making you an example. Um, piggybacking on this, some people kind of um, make other people role models. It happens a lot in sports, I guess. But if you're making someone a role model for your children um, that you're not a role model for already or should be, uh, maybe you need to examine that because um, celebrities, sports athletes, um, musicians, whatever you want to call it, they're human and everyone is subject to error being human. Um, we all have that that sort of um, imperfection that we carry in our, you know, in, in who we are every day. So obviously by now everyone's um, seen, heard or talked about at length with someone or, you know, a lot of people. Uh, what we saw at the Oscars. Um, I need to preface with, I don't watch the Oscars, never believed in it. Um, I don't I don't think I've ever watched an episode or a show from beginning to end. I usually catch the recap to find out what won. And usually what wins is like, I'm like, if I saw that movie, I'm like, that was Oscar worthy. So I don't even know what Oscar worthy is, to be honest with you. So anyone out there can explain that to me, feel free, because I don't know what Oscar is. I know what a good performance looks like. I know what something convinces me moves me to tears to laughter uh makes me reflect on something um you know but i don't know what oscar worthy is because it's just kind of crazy so will smith um as we know is the fresh prince of bel-air uh he was a, a rapper when i was a little kid growing up um and then he's you know he he transitions into this like mega movie star right um and i'm speaking for myself here so i'm not representing anyone except myself and giving you my thoughts and um expressions about this so will is like the safe guy will is the guy that you can bring home to mom and dad and um squeaky clean um polished whatever you want to call that um i don't even think he's ever cursed on a record but we know he does curse because we've seen him in bad boys and i guess the character that he plays mike in bad boys you know he, he's a little edgy with that but um sometimes when you know you see him curse or something like that you kind of like oh okay it kind of reminds me of um of uh bob <laughs> bob uh who played dan uh danny tanner on full house it's like america's dad it's like when you see his when you saw his comedy rest in peace 
used to be like wow this is the same guy like this is kind of crazy kind of seeing him in this light but again he's he's a person he plays a character um in that regard so will is um you know will is the safe um entity <laughs> would be nice um he ain't gonna slap me doubt that but um he's a safe guy and he you know you can make money with him in hollywood you know from disney to whoever but his marriage his life um outside of the silver screen or behind the camera um it's something to kind of behold because when you put a lot of stuff out there and i don't know if it if it's him or if it's jada or if it's just a collective effort to do this but and then you know of course we're tired of it i mean at least i am tired of like hearing about your personal shit like keep that to yourselves guys for real um i don't know if it's for relevancy but again will is like a mega superstar so i don't know why he would even put himself in this in in these situations but jada um and i'm gonna i'm not gonna go as far as uh how i've seen some things already in the past and in the last couple of days um to use words toxic and all that kind of stuff but it's kind of like if you're in a marriage with someone a relationship a partnership you're supposed to kind of have their back so i I understand that i understand um the level of like things that we don't see because we're not um, present in their home every second you know we're not present in their bedroom we're not present in the car when they ride somewhere and they have these talks and you know and they express things to each other you know their fears their hopes their dreams their aspirations all that kind of good stuff but at the end of the day you know those things should be should remain private if you want them to and i guess they can do whatever they want to put out content um so be it but when you put things out in the public realm for consumption and, and people respond or you know say something whether it's kind or cruel you have to own that like because you put that out there for them for for us to comment on you you put that into the into the stratosphere so it it becomes public knowledge things that you may be embarrassed about things that you may be proud of you put it out there whether you swing that pendulum in any direction so excuse me so here we go biggest night of your life um you know probably big night of of one of many's that you celebrate but biggest night um as far as your craft as far as what you do you know imagine whatever you work as um you're being recognized for your work uh, amongst your peers um and elites and things of that nature so you're dressed up ready to go and you're front row for this situation um chris rock you know comedian uh which i take issue with a lot of his comedy i know it's edgy sometimes and um all comedians are not the same because you have some people that are animated some people that are kind of politically charged some people that kind of just talk about you know them like how they grew up and their personalities uh or some people kind of make fun of um the relatives that they have because we all kind of share that common thread so to speak um you know stereotypical or not people kind of can relate to certain things because comedy is like that comedy for whatever genre for whatever uh race whatever people relate to if they're a hillbilly <laughs> or if they were you know the n-word it's just kind of a a weird situation that people kind of gravitate to depending on what you listen to so i i kind of like comedy that can be funny but i draw the line on certain things um but i know that within the genre 
within the art because it is an art to make people laugh there are um there should be off ramps there should be backstops there should be controls to say okay we've gone a little far um paul mooney if um anyone's familiar with his work rest in peace paul um very edgy stuff um he actually <laughs> he actually loved when people walked out of his shows um where you just couldn't take it you just got to the point where it's like oh this is this is a little uncomfortable and you walk out but again some people subscribe to that and they go into those shows knowing it's going to get to a point where it's going to get uncomfortable the laughs are going to not be <laughs> not be roaring uh they may be lulled or it, there may be silence because the joke landed wrong or the the point was was poignant and you know whatever so chris rock um is one of those comedians in my in my opinion who has targeted and made fun of our our people you know i'm african-american i actually hate using that word but i'm black right so but he has these um you know he has these things that he likes to say and he takes shots at people and and and, and it's part for the course because it's what he does for a living it's kind of what they do so whether you uh had the joke written if you wrote it you didn't write it it was cleared it wasn't cleared uh it doesn't warrant you being salted so i i do i do want to say this before i get into my main point the fact that um someone struck you um in a major at a major event like that and your reaction was what it was you know um at first i thought it was cowardice because i'm like yo stand up for yourself brother like what are you doing but then i had to realize that his reaction to will's reaction would have made it much much worse and it kind of lends to what i'm gonna get into next as in the next couple of minutes as to why i i thought this entire situation uh was embarrassing and for the most part um it's shown us in a bad light and when i say us and when i speak in that in that term uh, black men black men are <laughs> for the better of it we are we are noted to be aggressive all, i think all men can be aggressive because at, at our core we're animal um but we're we're known as brutes right so to watch that when i first saw that like many of you i was like oh this is some kind of stupid skit and if this is a skit this is like the dumbest shit ever because why would you sign up why would will sign up to do that unless it was like a a scene where they were gonna fake fight and then they hug it out and laugh and you were like oh okay that that looked weird but why would you do that on a night that a lot of things were were being um done for the almost the first time and again i hate the first time for shit because it, it tells you how long an establishment or a rule or something's been in effect where we're breaking barriers <laughs> 195 years into this thing is ridiculous so you have you know women hosting uh two um two of color um and then you have uh it's being directed by will packard and it's 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 just a it's just a crazy it's a crazy time because again people are saying oh it's been a great show up to this point and they're doing a hell of a job great enter this bullshit that goes down so again um <laughs> will is having a great time and you kind of see him they pan to him and he's he's laughing i don't have to recap this um play by play because everyone's probably seen it but 
you know, I'm just talking about it basically. Um, and he's, you know, he's laughing a little bit, but Jada has a problem with it. And, um, I don't think personally it was the, the joke. Um, if you want to call the joke that it was, it was actually pretty, it wasn't funny. It was just like one of those things where you just go, aha. And then, and then it's over in, in my mind, it would have been over. But at the end of the day, she, you know, she makes a face somehow. Um, it seems like he was activated to do something, to go up there and do something. And, um, when I broke it down after watching this uh, several times, and kind of hearing people's opinion to see where maybe I missed something or, you know, where uh, this was. I saw Chris kind of being disarmed in the moment because he's trying to carry on after the joke landed or not landed. He tried to carry on. And as when Will got up and walked towards him, I thought that, okay, he's going to basically uh say hey man that's not funny you know my wife deals with that you know deals with the situation so does other, like millions of people and hopefully we can bring awareness to it that you know we shouldn't body shame or shame people or whatever it is and that's it and get off the stage and maybe chris would have been like oh shit like damn i didn't i didn't know and my bad jada let, let, let's keep going or he was gonna like grab him fake shake him like don't do that <laughs> and then get off the stage but in, not in my wildest dreams that I, I would have thought that he would have slapped him which was crazy because um you know thank god um he didn't like go down hit the floor um laid out you know maybe was seriously hurt at that point or even worse you know chris just reacted and, and fought one of the things that i i thought was kind of um kind of uh, miraculous was the fact that in all of that happening in the split second Chris was like wow like you would think that a comedian who who curses as much as Chris does like it wouldn't have been like what the fuck or uh what the fuck you doing or you know something to that extent or like yo dude you know what I'm saying something to that extent like he just goes wow because I guess he's in the moment he recognizes where he is and what's happening and you know people say well he might have been afraid I don't think he was afraid I just think he was just like yo like that just really happened like when you see something that's just so far-fetched or you or you experience something or someone just hits you blindsides you out of nowhere because if you watch it he has his hands behind his back and he leans in like to say what do you got to say to me right so does that shit then we'll and, and i think and i agree with a lot of people that, about this hollywood moment because you know this man probably is not going to retaliate because of who he is you're bigger than him which don't really mean shit in the world of fighting you know turn around and walk back to your seat and no ushers came up to him no security um in that regard and i'm like oh shit like you got to stay like chill whatever i mean because we know we know when you get into something right and you have words and even saying something like i'll kill you it's a terroristic threat that's a charge like police could take you in for that like that's that's a charge and if you didn't know that now you do like you can't yell out i'll kill you or i'll kill someone or, or something to that extent or talk in a threatening manner because it's terroristic threats it's it, it, it's just, you know it, it's a it's a verbal assault but then for him to shout out what he did twice uh made it really more um outrageous 
And I was looking at like people like, oh, I'm shocked at Will because again, Will is the poster boy. Will is the the bellhop Negro basically for the whole shit. Like he's just that type of dude. Like he's just, it's it's like it's like when we found out that Pee Wee Herman was jerking off in theaters. It's like you like Pee Wee Herman, like Pee Wee Herman. It's just crazy to think when you put certain people and juxtapose, juxtapose them in situations. You're like, wow, I can't believe that like that person did that. Like it's shocking, you know. And we all we all have our demons we all have a side of us that we we don't want people to see we all have a side of us that we are um some of us are quick tempered but then we go to work or we're around our friends as being this even keeled person but then you know you're put in a situation where you have to show your true colors and then it is what it is you know that's another story for another episode that kind of stuff but anyway so chris goes on finishes um you know what he needs to do and that was that um so here's the part where i talk about embarrassing right this is two titans of the industry in their in their respective fields so it wasn't like he slapped some regular dude he slapped chris rock you know chris rock is a, is a, a famous celebrity like he he can go anywhere in the country in this country at least and people will know who he is right will smith can go anywhere in the world and people will know who he is because he's international star and to see two black men do this to each other, whether it's the Chris Rock giving an insensitive joke, whether he knew or didn't know about her alopecia, um, you know what I'm saying? Like it, like doing that is one thing, but then the reaction, uh, which we all kind of, we, we're still trying to figure out, well, what triggered you to do that? Was it a buildup of shit that you're dealing with? Was it history with you and Chris with some shit that we don't know about to get to that point, right? but chris showed amazing professionalism carrying on completing the work uh will look like an asshole sitting down and then getting up uh and missing an opportunity to address that man and say like hey man before i even take this um thank you for letting me stay and and calm down uh if chris is still here can you bring him out you know can i talk to you you know if you don't want to come out i understand and i just want to offer this apology i was in the moment lost my head lost my cool I'm probably gonna have to seek something you know anger anger management bullshit whatever say something told the company line be the you know be the bigger dude and 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 let it go but again he just thanked the fucking oscars whatever and then went through his shit and i think another thing that i kind of got fucked up with will was the fact that he was like channeling like richard williams i'm like yo these he, they got a family like you make their dad look like he would, you know what I'm saying? Like he, even if he, he does shit like that or is like that, you don't want to cast those type of expressions on that man. Like to say that shit is crazy. And then to say, well, love make you do crazy things. Yes, we've all done crazy things for love, you know, but how many, how many people, right, are in graveyards? How many people are in prison over love, over doing something, you know, they call it a, a crime of passion or you know, if if you walk in on your on your spouse um having sex in your house or some shit like like we don't know we all say um we all say like what we would do in a situation but i always go with the mike tyson mantra of like everyone has a plan till you get hit right when you get hit it's like oh shit do you have a fight or flight response do you have a response of of level head do you just lose your cool completely 
you know we all have a situation in our lives and if you haven't had it yet it's probably you're probably going to have one where you have to take stock of yourself and um basically man up or man down or woman up or woman down you have to you have to kind of check yourself you have to exhibit self-control is what makes us uh dominant over beast of burden like we're able to reason we're able to be logical we're able to able to work through things if we can but everyone has a an apology cycle i like to jokingly say but it's kind of a true thing with me like i i only have so many apologies per month right if i have 10 you know i have 10 apologies and maybe five sorries an apology is like yo my bad i apologize for doing that or making you feel like such I'm or if I'm a sorry, it's a kind of a, to me it carries more weight than a you know than a classic apology. So to say to Chris, "Hey Chris, I'm sorry," it would have landed harder with me. Um, and then to wait to 24 hours to write a fucking statement, like, and I hate statements. I hate that Hollywood shit. Like, oh, I'm gonna you know have somebody, my publicist or whatever, craft something so I can say or post up. What you should have did, brothers, put a video out. A few hours after the shit ended or got in contact with his publicist or his people and you know maybe met to talk it out but the fact that chris you know didn't um, decline to press charges kudos man because you're better than me if there wasn't going to be a physical reaction or altercation behind what happened to you you damn sure that my my lawyers would have been contacting his lawyers saying hey for assassinating my character basically like you just punked me on on stage in front of the fucking world you know there has to be some kind of retribution there has to be some kind of thing and i'm gonna hit you in your pockets big willie i'm i need something for that i'm just saying like it, it, it's like you know what i'm not gonna go to the cops i'm not gonna do that shit but i'm like yo we gotta work that out because i got a family i got a wife i got a, i got kids i got fans and i'm gonna be questioned every time i go somewhere this is gonna be around for a while and then anytime that i get bucked with somebody else if i go through that if i go through a little argument or something it's like oh you are you tough now but when will slap the shit out you you wasn't so tough that happens that's a real thing that 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 really happens to people you know what i'm saying so um again better man than me better man than most um commend you for that bro. but you know something has to be done it would have been an envelope some type of thing i know i'm kind of joking but i'm kind of serious as well when it comes to that um anybody who knows me i am and if you don't know you'll know now i am not for black men and black men and women looking stupid or looking crazy or looking stereotypical um stuff like that been like that for a very long time and it's because of some personal experiences in my life where i've seen things or i experienced my own trauma <laughs> and i'm like you know what that's not cool or i don't want to be perceived as that or i want to i want to be above that you know so i always joke about i could be friends with anybody you know i could be friends with someone who's racist as long as i know where you're coming from and what what your intent is and and how you feel i'm cool with that we could coexist because you know before you were racist you're human <laughs> you know before you were sexist you're human i just need to you know have um i should have the gravity to to correct you if i feel offended by something that you said whether it's directed towards me or directed towards a race uh a religion you know 
uh, sexuality, whatever it is. Like, it's like, hey, yo, man, that's not cool. Don't say that shit around me. And leave it at that. If we can't get to that part of the bridge, then let's not cross the bridge. Period. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like that. So <laughs> Denzel said something that was kind of cryptic, right? Will said something in his speech that was kind of cryptic. And I wanted to get to that point right now. Denzel said, if if I'm quoting this wrong, let me know, but should be right. He says, in your biggest moments, the, the devil may the devil will come for you. Right? Very dope statement. But when you flip it on his head, was he saying that about Jada? Um, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a big moment for dude. Like, shit went down. She gave him a look. He's gonna respond. Um, what would have been the better situation is that he goes to get up and she holds him like says, Hey, no, don't do that. I see in your eyes you're about to do something. You know, not knowing that he's he's gonna hit him, but he's like, yo, he's gonna do something, like don't do that. So sit down, we'll, we'll handle this later. Like maybe we see him at an after party together. I'm like, yo, man, that wasn't cool, and we address it then. Right? Wishful thinking, armchair quarterback in it right now. But um that could have been a thing right so that that happens but at the end of the day um the fact that she didn't stop him she didn't come out and say anything uh it it kind of made things even worse in, in my in my opinion so i'm like what like what's going on with that so i said all this to say especially to black men out there we are the protectors of our families we are in most cases the breadwinners we are um the pillars um the backbone basically and at the end of the day uh we can't have um things trigger us to do things that are that are gonna lessen that that are gonna make you look less than and and you know at the end of the day we got to keep our cool man thank you for choosing the manual and i will talk to you guys soon peace the opinions and viewpoints expressed on the manual are those of Cleve Wason and his guests, and not necessarily those of the Matty Ice Media Network. The manual is exclusively owned by Cleve Wason and is brought to you by the Matty Ice Media Network.